welcome to the Economy, Land and Climate podcast. My name's Alistair, and in this episode, we spoke to Lena Bernelius, project lead at Protect the Forest Sweden, to ask her exactly what was going on in Swedish forests and forestry, and whether the environment was improving or not. This might be shocking for some, given the fact that the Swedish government and the Swedish forestry industry are so good at clever PR and greenwashing. The reality is that the forest industry in Sweden are alone emitting more greenhouse gas emissions than all of Sweden's terrestrial emission sources are emitting combined. I began by asking Lena to summarize the current state of Swedish forests. I would say that forestry, in line with the Paris Agreement, can be described as following three simple rules. First, which forest can be logged? Second, how? What forestry method should we use on forest land that can be logged? Third, what should we produce of forests? Sweden are systematically and on a daily basis doing all these three things wrong. They log forest that needs to be protected. They use the most climate environmental harmful method, the so-called sustainable forestry model, which in reality is the clear-cutting model. And thirdly, the majority of the biomass are turned into products that they burn and hence emit even more CO2. Maybe I should clarify what the clear-cutting model is. That means that you wipe away the whole ecosystem. The ecosystem that stood tall for centuries are wiped away. Only a few trees are left at this clear, hence the name clear-cutting logging site. And one also have to keep in mind, forest is an ecosystem, one that can be protected, it can be restored, but it cannot be replanted. Man can only plant trees, not forests. Nature creates forests. Think of it like this. A palm oil plantation is not a rainforest. A tulip field is not a meadow. And a pine field is naturally not a forest. In order to meet the Paris Agreement, we need more forests, fewer monocultures and less burning. Sweden's forest industry gives us the opposite of what we need. Again, on all three accounts. Okay, so so that's interesting. So you're you're actually saying that the the amount of carbon that's been released from Swedish forests has actually increased, has it then in in the last few years? Yes. And now we have very little old growth natural forest left. We have 23 million hectares of protective forest land below the mountainous area here in Sweden. According to Sweden's own government authority, less than 3 million out of these 23 are the last remaining forests that have not yet been a clear cut. These last remaining parts need to be protected. If also they are clear cut, Sweden will continuously emit this enormous amount of greenhouse gas emissions due to the fact that the majority of the greenhouse gases are stored in the ground when it comes to this part of the world. Clear cutting forest is therefore very climate harmful. And this is also a fact if these logging companies are replanting trees at the logging site after the logging took place. The science is super clear. Clear cuts equals an enormous carbon depth, one that can only partly ever be paid back and then via harmful monocultures. And first only decades too late to meet the Paris Agreement. At the same time, biodiversity will have to pay a price that will take thousands of years to restore. And without safeguarded biodiversity, we will never meet the climate commitments. In addition, 
the Swedish model, as I told you, also entails burning of biomass for energy and for transport, a choice that equals even higher emission than burning coal, for example, the coming decisive decades that we have in front of us. And no, we should not continue to burning coal or any other fossils. That's bad enough. Look at what it has led to. So we cannot continue burning fossil fuels. But naturally, we cannot shift to burning something even more harmful, burning forced biomass. That would be out of the fire into the frying pan scenario. We need to lower our emissions, not go from fossil greenhouse gas emissions to biomass greenhouse gas emissions. And now we are in a situation where Sweden or EU are either they are okay with continuing down this prevailing path and start irreversible chain reaction beyond human control, or they will actually start respecting the current best available science and do all in their power to reduce emissions of all kinds. We need policies that create a Europe that looks beyond burning. It's that simple. So are you putting the, the increased carbon emissions then to to the clear cutting itself? I mean, is that is that the primary area where emissions are, are actually increasing in, in Swedish forests? It's the system that does all the three rules wrong. They are emitting CO2 wherever they can. And if we were to continue like now, the last remaining natural forest outside the few percent of formal protected areas will be gone in less than a decade. And then they will be lost, even though they need protection, they will be lost via clear cuts that need equals a lot of emissions from the logging site. And the majority of the biomass of this beautiful ecosystem have also been turned into products that we burn. So again, all three wrongs. I know that the Swedish government claims that that the forestry model is sustainable and that they're working on the basis of net growth. That that means that I suppose if they supposedly add more growth to the forest than they remove in wood each year. I mean, should we be sceptical of that claim? Yeah, very much so. We are losing forests in favour of plantation. And you know this by now. In order to meet the Paris Agreement, we need protection of the last remaining forest, we need fewer monocultures and less burning. Protection of forest means both protection of all the greenhouse gas emission that is already stored, and at the same time, the old trees works as a, like a, a greenhouse gas sink, it calls, taking out CO2 that is already emitted from the atmosphere. So we need to protect these forests. You cannot have a fair chance to meet environmental goals if you continue to clear cut these last remaining healthy ecosystems just won't work. Call it whatever you like, package it nicely, greenwash it however you like. These last remaining natural forest needs to be protected. Could you say something about the, the actual communities that are being impacted by the forestry industry? In the northern part of Sweden, what the Sami call Sapmi, there are many giant logging companies operating um, Europe's largest private logging company is Swedish, SEA, and the Swedish government-owned uh, logging company, Europe's largest, Sveaskog, are also having or claiming that they are owning land, which is up to debate if you are on indigenous land. And despite indigenous 
society's knowledge on how to care for these forests without losing them, their knowledge uh, of the ecosystem's limits are very much not respected. And the last remaining natural forest and le hanging leaking forests are, are lost. To give you a figure, uh, over 70% of the forests that support ground leaken, which is key for the survival of the reindeer, uh, important for the Sami community, are already lost. Like that is figures that is hard to grasp. And at the same time, indigenous societies only constitute 5% of the world population, but they safeguard the last 80% of healthy ecosystem that we have left. And that is not a coincidence. Their knowledge of what the ecosystem actually cope with, that is the way forward, not the company's way. I'm interested in what you're talking about around industry itself. And I, I think it just be very enlightening for our listeners probably to, to know about a little bit more about the industry itself um, mm -hmm. and what it produces and, and, mm -hmm. and, and how this kind of economy works. I mean, I don't know how easy that is to explain. Yeah, Sweden are, or Swedish companies, they produce tissue and takeaway cups or e-commerce packaging, biofuels, a little bit of wood products, single-use paper, bioenergy. And as I mentioned, there are giants behind this. Europe's largest logging company, Europe's second largest logging company, and their customers are IKEA, uh, which I think all of you know, and also Essity. Essity is not that famous, but it's the world's second largest soft paper company. But they produce Tempo or Lambi or I don't know the consumer brands that is outside of Sweden, but they produce all these single-use uh, products. Not from renewable sources to a very large amount. It's, it's virgin fibers, like old growth forest that turns into these single-use short-life products. And so what kind of policies, you know, we have what sounds like a very worrying situation in Sweden. And what kind of policies do you think we, we need to change things? I really hope EU would step up their game. Uh, we need EU to do th two things. First, they have to make clear cutting of the last remaining old growth forest illegal. There's no way out of that. And secondly, they need to remove forest biomass from the so-called renewable energy directive. Otherwise, uh, member states will continue to pay approximately 6.5 billion euros a year for burning our last remaining forests. In other words, if, if this is not changed, all of us, by paying taxes, are bankrolling, burning, instead of funding really clean renewable energy sources. It's a disgrace. <laughs> and how confident are you that these kinds of policy changes will be brought about? Do you think that that these policy changes are are possible in the next few years? I think everything is possible. And I put a lot of faith in the knowledge gap because 
people don't know this. People don't know that the Swedish forestry model is the worst model. People don't know that the majority of the forest is burned. And if everyone were to learn that we are burning our forests, I think people will rise up. At least that is what I'm seeing in Sweden now. As soon as people know this issue, they tend to care about this issue. So the issue is actually becoming more prominent in Sweden. Yes. Nowadays, I would say this is a, there's a growing number of people who are talking about this. It's both in the, like, on TV and in, in mainstream media and very vivid on social media and new campaigns arising from all over, from all over Sweden, where we, like, more or less can't stand losing the last remaining forest that we have left. And, uh, like, losing forest is a growing global problem. Uh, logging companies are expanding into these last remaining precious forests. Indigenous societies are silenced and forced aside. The planet lungs are, and all its bedrock of life, it withheld, are, like I said before, like wiped away, like lost on a daily basis. And all this to make room for plantations. Plants planted in order to make these products that I've mentioned before that harms the climate and the environment. And when I say this stuff, people usually thought about Bolsonaro or the Amazon. But this is the story about Sweden's forestry policy. This is the Sweden logging company's operation. This is the Swedish forestry model. And people... They start to learn that. They, they know this story and they know it's from Sweden now. That's fascinating, Lina. Um, just in terms of the work that you're doing now, mm-hmm. are you going to be working for a ban on clear cuts in ancient forests in Sweden in the next few years? Is that a, a big target for you? Yes, it is. And the European Parliament uh, seemed to be keen to follow that issue as well. Like they're also challenging, like clear cutting this last remaining forest that's never been a clear cut. Uh, I told you the number before, we don't have that much left. And forestry in line with the Paris Agreement and with the EU forest strategy and um, all other like biodiversity goals and and commitments that we already signed, that will mean that we need to protect 30%. For Sweden, that means not only protecting, but start restoring. And then we need to carry out close to nature forestry on the 70% of the land that we can be log, that we can log. And then we need to start respecting indigenous society's right to say no to practices that harms their culture. And that is the way forward. Protecting enough land and the same goes with oceans, right? It's important in order to, to meet the tasks we have ahead of us. We have too much greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. And we have a declining variety of life down here on Earth. And we need to meet both these challenges at the same time. I think we should start by treating it as a crisis. It's never once be treated as a crisis. It's, it's about time. Our thanks to Lena Bernelius of Protect the Forest Sweden. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do subscribe or follow us. And we'll hope to have more interesting interviews on climate topics in the very near future. Thanks for listening.